What's up, wrestling fans? Welcome to another edition of the Mailbag Podcast as part of the Smart Out Moments Smack Talk Podcast for the week. I'm your host, Tony Mango, and joining me on this episode is Kaylin Ferris. What's happening? And Steven Wago. Yes, I'm here, and I won't make a terrible joke at the start of the show. Huh. <laughs> 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 All right, guys, as I mentioned, this is the mailbag for the month. Uh, the month, of course, is October. So we're going to be answering the questions that you submitted, and three different people submitted a bunch of different questions here. True WWE Champion, San Luis de Doom, and Peter Piccinini. Thank you guys to send in, uh, for sending in those questions. Let's get right into it here, starting off with True WWE Champion. First up, who should be the man to stop Brock Lesnar? I'm going to go with Cesaro. It's weird for me to say that, because I don't really buy into the Cesaro hype as much as most people, but... I think it needs to be somebody who can really benefit from it, and there's not many people who are kind of on that cusp of the main event, but really need it. He's the only person I can think of that can need it. What about you guys? Cesaro's third on my list. I I picked two, but Cesaro just missed the cut there. Because, in my opinion, it has to be somebody very physically strong. I mean, of course, all the guys on the roster are strong to a certain extent, but it needs to be one of the stronger guys. So... One idea I had was somebody that they've been just feeding jobbers for a while, make them work up the ladder, have Braun Strowman defeat Brock Lesnar. If they're serious about painting Braun Strowman as a total monster and he were able to topple the beast, that would be a huge push for him. That's a WrestleMania classic I want to say. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it would ever happen. They would have to book it the right way, and I don't think they would do that either. I'd also be okay with Samoa Joe going over. Samoa Joe. See, I don't think Samoa Joe needs it either. I think he's one of the only people that could make it look like a legitimate fight, though, just because of how hard hitting his style is. I think the match would be his more idea. Um, I think the match is better than the actual idea of him winning, though. Yeah, same here. Like, I do want to see the match, without a doubt. For a while, I would have said the only guy that should beat him was Roman Reigns, but they've been so inconsistent with his booking. Um I don't like if you're gonna start doing that Superman push, you might as well fucking stick with it. Now he's just kind of in this weird area. I don't know what to like how to describe it. He's just there. Um, obviously, I'd want AJ Styles to beat Brock, <laughs> <laughs> but if I can't pick AJ Styles, and I have to think objectively, Shinsuke Nakamura. Ooh, I didn't think about that one. Just don't have him lose at all, ever, and then just. Have him build up to Brock, top limit mania. Nah, he's got to lose to Bobby Roode. Fuck that. I want Bobby Roode as NXT champion. Unless they're going to move him up to the main roster, then he doesn't. Nah, Nakamura, Nakamura can just vacate the title. He's too good to lose. He can lose in something where he doesn't get pinned. Like, um, they can have like a... Triple throw or some bullshit. Like a test about English. Or <laughs> something like that. <laughs> The thing is, when he does say something English, I kind of like it because it's all weird and fucked up. It really is. Like, he's struggling. He's doing a lot better than a lot of other people would be doing. If he didn't gyrate as much, I don't think I'd be into it. But his body, <laughs> he just, his body contorts weirdly constantly. 
is it odd that I think that he's doing a better job learning English than Hideo Itami, and Hideo Itami's been around, like, an extra year? Hideo's been a total miss in everything that he's done, and I know not necessarily the injuries that are directly his fault, but shit happens. Uh, take a look at that guy generally. He's not made much of an effort to speak English, at least from what I can see. Maybe he's just struggling. He probably knows um, a lot of things from, like, hospital speak. <laughs> his character was never existent in NXT. His in-ring work, after, like, seeing some of the classics he's had in Japan, has been missing. And he got injured as soon as he came back. Hideo's been a total flop. Mm. He's he, his, his existence in the company reminds me that of the original Sin Cara's. Yeah, I can see that. Question number two here, we've got uh, who should beat Kevin Owens for the Universal Championship? I think 100%, if they can do it, of course, Finn Balor wins the title at WrestleMania. That's exactly what I was going to say. It makes the most sense. He vacated the title. He didn't actually lose it. And especially with the history that Owens and Balor have in NXT with with the title, I think it would make most sense for Finn Balor to be the one to topple him. You going with AJ Styles? Uh, Rhea Davari. <laughs> I like Davari. Yeah, I like him too. Oh, cool. So everyone's on board with Davari winning the title. Sweet. <laughs> Shit. Honestly, I don't think Owens is going to hold it that long anyway. Um, I think he's going to be very much a transitional champion. I can't say I want Seth Rollins to take the belt because, to be quite honest, I think he's fell into Dean Ambrose territory with his babyface run. Very bland, very boring. Um, it's because they make him do the same shit that they've been doing with everybody else, where he just makes kind of like derogatory, jokey comments. John Cena okay. did that all the time. Roman Reigns started doing it all the time with like the tater tot thing. And now this week they've got the sparkle crotch thing. The difference is that Rollins got to that point way faster than Ambrose did. Ambrose yes, actually did. had some fire behind him for a while before he got into that stale territory. But Rollins is quickly approached there. Here's the thing. People, uh, the reason Rollins was a good heel promo is because he's fucking horrible to listen to. It worked. He's got a stupid, grainy voice. He's not funny. Nobody really... you don't, He's, like, fucking unlikable as hell. He was naturally a heel. <laughs> <laughs> he's fucking, he looks like a greasy fucking rat. Um, Amongst other animals, we've figured out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going about that fucking road again. I've um, lost track. There's a whole menagerie. There's monkeys in there. I'll fucking know at this point. But uh, so, yeah, like Seth's just a total flop as a babyface. So he's, I can't even say that he's a good option to put in there. So shit, I guess Finn Balor is just the default guy. They don't really have many hot babyfaces right now. I think it's why SmackDown's whooping their ass. Keep that in mind. Not many hot baby faces when it comes down to the uh, sexiest superstars tournament. <laughs> Actually, you know <laughs> what? We might have to do like a Raw and SmackDown split this year. I didn't even think about that. Huh. Well, just have a tournament for each brand and then the two, to, uh, brand, the two brand winners uh, face off. That might be how we have to do that. You see, we'll have one title because that's the correct thing to do. <laughs> it's a unification kind of thing. We'll call and it... Since- uh, Sexy Superstars Tournament bragging rights or something. And since there's a split, would there be one less week of doing the competition? Because they're already cut in half? (laughs) Or no, because then the two champs would have to face each other. Never mind. Fuck. It would just mean that all of the competitors are weaker. Yeah. We could just skip SmackDown. That's what most people do. (laughs) Actually, shit. I would probably have to do an NXT branch then, too. I don't know. 
We got months to figure that out. I don't know if it's in the questions or not, but I got one. Raw SmackDown, what are you guys liking better? Mm. Overall, it's easier to show. watch SmackDown, but some weeks, man. Like this week sucked. I'm going to say so far for the regular weekly show, I like Raw better. But for the pay-per-views, I think SmackDown has been winning. So I'm split. I've been enjoying SmackDown just because it's so much easier to watch. There's a point to when Raw has a bad Raw, it's a really bad one because of the three hours. It sometimes like feels like a chore. Yeah. Although when they have a bad episode of SmackDown, it seems like they've got nothing to work with. It's sort of like, hey guys, we're going to have that same uh, six-woman tag team match again and stuff. So that's bothersome. What's nice for me, though, is uh, AJ Styles being the top guy. It's basically his brand. So I'm a little biased. Yeah. We got some more AJ Styles questions coming up, I think. Or at least you'll end up saying them for the answers. (laughs) Third question from True. What are your top three favorite game series of all time? My favorite game of all time is GoldenEye. That's not really like a series because all the other James Bond games suck for the most part. Although The World's Not Enough is pretty good. Um, I would have to go Kirby, Mario, and Pokemon, but between those, Pokemon's the only one that I actually continue to follow the series. Mario, I think the last game that I played all the way through was Mario 64, and I, like all the other ones, like the Sunshine, fuck that one, I ain't playing that one. And Galaxy, I, I don't have a Wii or a Wii U, so I don't play these things. And the same kind of thing with Kirby, I think the last Kirby game that I played might have been like whatever the one after superstar was because that's like my favorite of the bunch but the only kirby game i've ever played is smash bros i guess you could call it that too yeah which that technically has mario and Kurt, uh pokemon in it too so there you go. <laughs> smash brothers uh working all three angles but i don't really follow many games so i can't really answer that one in like uh oh final fantasy versus legend of zelda versus uh, they're all just mm-hmm. blah to me what about you guys if I answered it as a kid, the answers would be the WWE series, the Pokemon series, and the Tekken series. Unfortunately, all of those series now fucking suck. So I'm left with probably saying if um, the Bethesda's, uh, what's that game? Elder Scrolls. I like that. Uh, with Skyrim and Oblivion. Looking forward to whatever they're going to pump out next. Um, they released a game called Dishonored, and I've like been really into that. So I'm probably going to be hooked on that for a while. So, all-time favorite franchises, they're there. It's easily Pokemon for me, but it's just like everything's just turned to shit now. I'm we'll like stand out of South Park. I just hate everything. <laughs> it's like it's like everything I love. It's just like the newer versions just suck. Galen, as far as my top three series, I it was tough for me to narrow it down. Tough. I'm gonna have to go in no particular order. Pokemon. Grand Theft Auto. Oh, that's a good one. And well, actually, those are probably two and three in in whatever order. But number one is probably Hitman. I really like the Hitman games. Did you see the movies? They were suck. They were uh, shit. They suck. They were suck. (laughs) They were suck. They They would indeed suck. (laughs) They were sucktastic. They were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. (laughs) What was the uh, the word that I threw out? I think on the hot tags, Uh, fucked optitude. I think. I didn't see the movies, movies, but I heard that they were both just hot garbage. So Yeah, not good. Also, honorable mention has to go to the Metroidvania games, the Metroid and Castlevania ones that were in that style, especially the ones they had on uh, Game Boy and DS. You know, I didn't think about it, but I used to really, really dig Mega Man. 
I'd probably have to put that like number four. That was that's in my top uh, ten at least. Yeah, I'm gonna say top five. Oh, maybe not. Sonic Sonic Adventure is probably one of my favorite titles too. I still play those, and apparently they're releasing number three, but you never know if it's just uh, bullshit. And Definitely. you know what? I forgot about Donkey Kong Country. So there's my top five. So our favorite games are all the games. Yeah. <laughs> and if they made more Portal games, I'd probably put Portal up there too. I own both of them. I never played them. I really. Oh should. man, you should. That you like them. They're very good. Like every Portal every time 2. someone finds that out, they harass me about playing it. So then I'm like, no, definitely not going to play it. I think I played Portal Two for like an hour, and it got really boring. I was just sort of like, oh, okay, so I I make a portal, I go into the other part, and then I do a puzzle, and I got other shit to do. I don't feel like figuring out puzzles. <laughs> Let's go do Swad's questions here. First up, you guys have expressed frequently the desire for Hell in a Cell to be a storyline event rather than a pay-per-view. If the pay-per-view was never a thing, what feuds over the last three years and beyond would you like to have seen go into the cell? Which, if any women, would break that barrier? I don't no think women. any women would have qualified. Hell no. Not even Hell no in a cell. There's, yeah, there's been not been one damn feud that's deserved it. This is the first in a long time. And you know what? I'll go so far to say it's the first ever. Because to be quite frank, the fucking feuds that were in uh, the Attitude Era sucked as well. And Trish and Lita's fucking overrated. I would say Trish and Lita would make sense for Hell in a Cell if you went back that far. Maybe Mickey James and Trish. But there hasn't been many. And that's not because it's like, I don't want to see the women in the Hell in a Cell. Which I kind of don't too, but that's a different story. It's just that the feuds are usually shit, and they should be reserved for the biggest feuds of them all. Like, I went through the list going back to 2009 when the pay-per-view was created. I didn't go back further than that, because that's more work. But um, the only ones that I had written down were Randy Orton versus John Cena, because those two had feuded for fucking, like, three, four years. So oh, we've seen that. We've seen that in Hell in a Cell, though. We saw it twice, yeah. yeah. So these, I'm just going with the ones that we did see. Uh, so that was justified, I think. Kane versus Undertaker was totally justified. Triple H versus Undertaker, even though that wasn't Hell in a Cell pay-per-view, that was the WrestleMania one, and I completely still harp on the idea that I think we should have gotten different matches instead of Triple H versus Undertaker twice. It still kind of makes sense, that whole end of an era, Hell in a Cell, tie it all in, that sort of thing. Uh, Seth Rollins versus Dean Ambrose. I think that that was good enough for Hell in a Cell and Lesnar Undertaker. Everything else yeah. doesn't need it. I think the Lesnar Undertaker definitely needed it. That worked pretty well for that. If I were going to choose one for the women, like you said, this is the first time that it's really felt like it's reached that level. And I don't even Trish know if I did that far. Trish Lita would have been interesting, but I don't think it was necessary. I can actually say that this feud, like this feud, deserves to have the gimmick, but it's not being built up to des- like for a Hell in a Cell to be needed, though. Mm-hmm. No, no. To me, from what I think, when Hell in a Cell is necessary, is when there's a lot of interference. Like if Ric Flair were still with Charlotte, that would make more sense to me because it's no, your daddy's not going to help you. You're going to be locked inside the cell. He's not going to be in there to help you. So that or- would make more sense to me. Or when there's, like, a blood feud, like Edge and Undertaker. Mm -hmm. I think a perfect example is Cactus Jack versus Triple H. Triple H had gotten uh, Mankind, Mick Foley, whatever you want to call him, fired, um, humiliated him, uh, beat the shit out of him in Royal Rumble in probably the best street fight of all time. 
And then it's down to Mick Foley's career for the title. And it happens in the one match Mick can pick, Hell in a Cell. Mm-hmm. And it's Cactus Jack inside Hell in a Cell. It's the first time ever. It's the, one of the most heated feuds, probably the best feud of 2000. And that's saying something. It was the perfect example of a match that needed Hell in a Cell. It would have been really funny, things- though, if he would have been Dude Love instead. <laughs> <laughs> Looking into the future, why not have the rubber match thrice in a lifetime? Cena Rock and Cell. <laughs> There you go. Yeah, it takes a lot for something to be worthy of a Hell in a Cell. That's why we just don't like this pay-per-view. And I mean, I have my issues with the pay-per-views that have the gimmicks anyway, because I still think that TLC is dumb. I mean, I hate the TLC match in general, yeah. but... Uh, so people might not like this idea, but honestly, Hell in a Shell... Hell in a Shell. Hell in a Shell. The Ninja Turtles against each other. Hell in a Cell should happen like once every three fucking years. It At the really... most, it should be like once every two years. It should be something that shouldn't be once a year. It's At the very least, too, on top of that, if you're going to do it once a year, don't make it the same time every year. Like, make that to where maybe it pops up at Survivor Series, maybe it pops up at Battleground, but you want to try to incorporate it once a year, that sort of a thing. It shouldn't just be like, well, it's October. It's mm-hmm. Hell in a Cell time. Lame. Yeah, because I think it's more exciting when you're not necessarily expecting it. If they're just like, oh, at this next pay-per-view, guess what? It's going to be a Hell in a Cell match, as opposed to, like you said, oh, it's October. I guess we got to do a couple of these. Who are we going to yeah. throw in there this time? Then we end up with Ryback versus CM Punk twice. <sighs> Question number two, since you guys really don't do this often and it can be fun, how would you book the Royal Rumble, the match itself, and the title match only if that makes it easier? That definitely makes it easier. Uh, I haven't been doing many fantasy booking things for the past year or so, but now that I've been doing a lot more solo podcasts and stuff, maybe I will do a, like a fantasy booking podcast, but that'll be later on. For now, we're just going to keep this at like our October points of view for the Royal Rumble itself. I say 60-man Royal Rumble. If WWE wants to say that this brand split's a good idea, I'm totally still against it, but if they think that it's that, then go ahead and put up or shut up. 60-man Royal Rumble, Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. If you can't find 60 people between those three rosters and the legends and stuff you bring back, then you don't deserve to have the brand split. And I mentioned before, Finn Balor wins the Royal Rumble, beats Kevin Owens for the title at WrestleMania. As far as a title match for that, too, uh, give it to Cesaro. Cesaro versus Kevin Owens. Have him beat Sheamus. And get, like, a title match, and then it's a throwaway win. Like, we've done the throwaway Royal Rumble matches before with, who's it, Bob Holly against Brock Lesnar, I think. I actually really took that feud, too. I thought it was underrated. And then I think Mark Henry got, like, a title match against Kurt Angle, which... Oh, yeah, which fucking main mm-hmm. evented the fucking pay-per-view just for some stupid fucking entrance for The Undertaker to have, which wasn't that impressive. And they made a sit-through possibly one of the worst pay-per-view main events for a title ever. Fuck that show. (laughs) (laughs) So what you're saying is you didn't like it? No, I fucking hated it. So in your mind, Wego, what's the Royal Rumble? What's the main event? What are you doing with that, with the titles and stuff? All right. So hear me out. Mickey Gall wins the Royal Rumble. CM Punk returns and wins the championship, and you have the rematch at WrestleMania. (laughs) CM Punk taps out real quick. What they don't, they tell Punk it's a work, but they don't tell Mickey Gall. <laughs> <laughs> um, fuck. So I hate having two titles. 
And in my perfect world, they get unified. So, um, somehow I'd fucking stick one of the champions in there, maybe AJ Styles, and have him win the uh, win both belts at Mania. <laughs> I fucking really hate this two title shit. You can't have two world champions. Fuck you. Yeah, how about that? The uh, whoever the two champs are enter as one and two, and then everybody else enters, and whoever is the last person there is the unified champion. And then they lose to Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Yes. <laughs> uh, to be quite honest, like yeah, being serious, if I had to pick a realistic one, I would have um, Brock Lesnar win the Rumble. I think it's due. I think uh, he's the most unstoppable guy, and I think we're doing another Brock Lesnar title reign. Fuck the hate. Okay, we, so it'd have to be for the Universal title. I like fantasy booking, but I think we're still a bit of a too far out to actually do this legitimately. So I'm going to say we should probably revisit this topic in a few months, but for right now, I'll just throw this out. I think Kevin Owens should still go in as champ to the Royal rumble. He defends against, let's say Sami Zayn in a title match. Uh, Sami Zayn is unsuccessful. Kevin Owens retains Finn Balor wins the Royal rumble, as you were saying, Tony, and then WrestleMania. What? Fucking vanilla midget. Yes. Uh, Owens defends against Balor at, at uh, WrestleMania. On the other side of things, I think AJ Styles should, again, also retain until <laughs> yeah. the Royal Rumble. He's going to be defending against Cesaro, who by that time has moved to SmackDown. Who loses to AJ Styles. Oh, yeah, undoubtedly. Would you guys be up with John Cena winning the Royal Rumble and winning that 16th championship at WrestleMania? Fuck. Yeah. That shit. I don't yes. want him winning. I'm fine with him getting that uh, 16th title reign. I just don't want him winning the Rumble. He could Have fucking do the Elimination Chamber instead. Yeah, whatever. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, that works. I still want the i. I still want my idea of uh, having the two champions face at the um, in between pay per view for the spot in the main event to face the Royal Rumble winner. It'd be cool. Yeah, that is pretty I, cool. I, th- mm-hmm. I think both guys need to fucking earn it, especially now there's two brands, even more so. Do it at like a well, elimination chamber is either going to come. I can't remember now off the top of my head if it's before or after fast lane, but it's fast lane's the other one that they're doing because they moved roadblock to December, which kind of bugs me. But it it bugs me because what's it a fucking roadblock to the yeah. Royal Rumble? Isn't yeah. the Royal Rumble a fucking obstacle? You dipshits! <laughs> Called the road to WrestleMania, chodes. Yeah. Third question here from Silent of Doom. He says, I don't, I honestly don't know a friggin' thing about Harry Potter, but everyone's asking what everyone's Patronus is. If you know what that is, what's yours? I read three of the books and I watched all the movies and I have no real idea of what the whole thing is for the most part. I, have, I know there's like, a I haven't deer. read it either. It's like a spirit animal, right? Yeah. It's like, it's like hologram oh. of a deer <laughs> that can like save <laughs> Harry's life if he's like around a lake or something. Well, guys, this my spirit animal's the fox. <laughs> as soon as I said that, I was waiting for you to jump on it. <laughs> I, that. Uh, I took the Pottermore quiz because that was the first thing that came up when I Googled what is my Patronus. And uh, I had to make up an account for that and shit, so I made it on, like, a throwaway account. I'm like, I, I Harry Potter's not my thing. I mean, like, I appreciate the series and is interesting, but they just announced that there's going to be five of these Fantastic Beast movies, and I don't even want to see this one. Oh. So, 
Apparently, I got hey, a they're doing pheasant. something else now. I thought we were all still mad because Hermione's black. I thought that was a Harry Potter topic. <laughs> <laughs> the animal that I got was a pheasant, which is really dumb, and I hate that. I wanted, like, a penguin or a hedgehog or something cool. <laughs> hedgehog. <laughs> Hedgehogs are awesome. No, I'm just imagining, like, you're fucking cast this spell and just a fucking hedgehog squirreling across the fucking room. <laughs> it's <laughs> like wiggling its nose. It'd be so fucking ball. underwhelming. It's like, yeah, that's mine. And it, oh, it's running off to eat some dog food. Right. <laughs> Somebody comes up to it and they try to pick it up. They're like, ow, I kind of stung a little. <laughs> Meanwhile, other people have like, oh, I've got a griffin and a That'd be, fucking I, dragon imagine or whatever. Imagine that thing fucking scooting across the floor. That'd be the most underwhelming Patronus ever. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well just pick a fucking gerbil. No, they don't have spikes. That's true. <laughs> Now, but most people I would assume would be like, oh, my Patronus is a fucking uh, white lion, and it's like, you're a pussy, shut up. No, you're not. Like, <laughs> I don't know what the pheasant thing means, though. I guess underwhelming and pointless. I can, pick any, I can pick any animal. I'll pick Brooke Lesnar. <laughs> you can only pick Batista if that's the case. <laughs> or the, uh, the Brahma Bull, the rock. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Oh, shit, I just realized. We could get Batista and Roy back in MMA. I still would rather see CM Punk. Yeah, but that's not going to happen because of weight classes. No, to be fair, Batista's not doing MMA anymore. He might. What's your uh, Patrotus apparatus? Mine, I'll I'll go with the sloth so I can just take a nap. (laughs) What about you, Wego? What's your spirit animal? Pigeon. If I was a pigeon, I'd shit and everything. You still haven't seen that movie, have you? The pigeon <laughs> movie? <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> that was like know, but... two summers ago, I think, Now That was a while back. Fuck me. I would never have thought about that again. <laughs> the fuck are you on about? That movie, yeah, pigeon. It's, a, it's a very obscure reference. You were on the podcast, weren't you, Kaylin? The uh, summer movie blockbuster thing, and we were looking at the list of the movies, and one of them was just called Pigeon. <laughs> I don't remember that. I was probably on it. it but it became a gag for a while. I don't understand why. I don't know. Probably because it was just like, we're going through the list, and it's, you know, all these, like, Guardians of the Galaxy and stuff like that, and it's just like, this summer, Pigeon. Pigeon. Seems like the worst <laughs> superhero ever. Someone's gonna get shit on. <laughs> Uh, let's go to Peter Pacinini's questions here. First up, do you think Miz or Dolph Ziggler will be a nine or plus time IC champion? Nope. They're both at five now or six? I think five. That's too many. Chris Jericho's keeping that record. Yeah, I'd say Miz possibly, but highly unlikely, and Ziggler definitely not. <laughs> like, uh... <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> Will Miz or Ziggler be nine or, or more times IC champion? I still don't understand what the question is, but I'm going to say no. I think you uh, said are they going to win the title, what, nine times or something? Yeah. No. Uh, we should totally not have Skype open in the middle of these things. <laughs> Uh, question two, I got YouTube Red for a movie I wanted to watch. Me not watching commercials would be affecting your pay. Kinda, kinda not. Uh, what YouTube Red is, from what I understand, is instead of getting paid on like a per view or per click thing, 
we get paid on a proportional like per view time percentage sort of thing. So you don't not make money if you don't have like a YouTube red channel because that would be fucking over all these different people. But it does screw you over a little bit because it ends up being more if I have like a two hour podcast and people only listen to an hour, I don't make as much money and it's a whole weird, stupid algorithm that I'm sure YouTube doesn't even know because Google doesn't know what the hell they're doing with a lot of these things. So I still do get money, even though you have a YouTube Red channel, but not as much, I think. I don't really know. Either way, revenue has been going down because of their search engine shit. So the best way, if you want to try to keep the revenue flow going, is to actually share the channel to try to get more subscribers and more views and hit that thumbs up button and stuff like that because that is going to help get more people on there and more people means more revenue all around. So, uh, yeah, YouTube Red sucks. Question number three, four, whatever we're on. I don't remember. If when Paige leaves WWE, can we strip her of the sexiest women's title? No, unfortunately, I don't think that I will end up doing that. Uh, as much as I totally disagree with it, and I think that Alexa Bliss should have won, Paige won fair and square. At least as far as I know. Maybe Drew... Uh, because a bunch of pasty so. emo kids that live in their mother's fucking basement love her. Well, Seth Rollins won too, so I mean, I, I gotta imagine it's like the emo crowd that voted for that. Oh, it's definitely the emo crowd. Oh, I have a streak in my hair too. <laughs> my dad doesn't get me either. Uh, I'm fucking, gonna go marry Del Rio. That angry fucking fat virgin that posted on all your shit's probably like tearing his hair out right now. Stick another fucking donut in it. Calm down. Which one? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the fat what? The fat one. Yeah, which one? <laughs> now nah, she won fair and square, but I gotta assume she's not gonna be a part of the company by the time the next time uh, we do that. So, hey, maybe oh, Alexa right. Bliss is gonna win this time. Although I don't even know if I would pick Alexa Bliss for the win. She's up there, but she's got competition. Do you think oh, yeah. I should uh, undo Paige's thing, or what? Um, no, she won. She was in the company when, when she um, won, so... I think um, Alexa Bliss should win, so you should just give it her. Yeah, I think so, too, but... I, I would give next it Next time her. around. We'll just rig it next time so that she wins. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna make that joke every time. <laughs> <laughs> and the... Uh, Text version of this, I made a joke of, like, well, I'd like to strip page of various different things, you know, whatever. So, <laughs> had to throw in another joke. Hey, it's better than the fucking jokes I'm making today. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I pretty much laughed at the other one a minute ago. <laughs> uh, do you consider yourself a celebrity or famous? I would assume <laughs> all of us have the same idea with this, which is no. The only person don't you I... know who I am? The only person I've seen so fucking egotistical to use dialogue such as that was Drew that one time. And <laughs> fucking what, what did he say? About what was it exactly? Because he uh, we had a, we had a very similar question to this. Something about and, our fans, something or other. And I don't know, like Drew fucking answered it in the most vain way, and everybody's jumped down his neck. I think you were there for it. He did say something. I can't remember what it was now. Drew, if you're listening to this podcast, tell us what thing you said that we left at. <laughs> we'll insult you in the comments for it. Yeah. No, uh, definitely celebrity. Not even an internet celebrity, even though no. we have millions of viewers. I mean, internet personalities. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, a little, I mean, not really fame, but a little bit of local recognition, I would say, because I'm an entertainer in the local scene and people often approach me in public. They're like, Hey, Kaylin, what's going on? Uh, hey, you, how you doing? So but, they're like, uh, Hey, we're your fans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> will you sign this? I will say though, I have been recognized somewhat like here and there through like the online stuff. Like I had somebody, uh, fuck, I can't remember if it was a month ago or two months ago or something like that. They were like, oh, wait, you're the Tony Mango from, like, Bleach Report and stuff, right? And, like, different things like that. But that's not really fame. That's just, like, I recognized your your name from other shit. And if we're going to call, like, a D-list celebrity the people that are on, like, reality shows, we're, like, Q-list or something. Not quite the bottom, because there is still the possibility. And when you have stupid jokes and stuff like uh the Royal Rumble fucking uh my buddy Chuck is just like, wait a minute, is this Tony Mango for Bleacher Report? And like people are like, wait what? And so you know, we do have at least a a certain level of notoriety above like the bottom of the barrel, but but no, we're not famous at all. I would consider myself successfully famous when I start getting shit for free. Hmm. If people if you want to send me things for free, then I will consider myself famous. But until then, fuck off. What kind of stuff for free? Does like the unboxing stuff that I do count? No, I don't think so. But okay. uh, like cars, jewelry, oh, okay. cash, anything like that, you know. <laughs> Nobody's giving me a car for free yet. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> Use an extra car. Yeah, someone send me a car. In fact, uh, send all of us cars. I'll give and you not a hot wheels. every week on the show during the outro. <laughs> if you want to win the comment of the week, send us a car. <laughs> uh, let's see. What It'll else sign me up. Here? It's car me up. <laughs> car me. <laughs> send me the car facts. Uh, what is the first thing you think of for your co-hosts? Can you say something nice and bad about the other one? We can definitely say something nice <laughs> and bad about the other I rip the shit out of these guys all the time. I'll fucking got like list for days. In fact, I have a song, an outro, that's uh, hidden somewhere that Tony never played. <laughs> Covers all that. I hope I still have that somewhere. I have it still. It's like sitting... I actually found it the other day when I was looking for UTMMA's old song. You also have that other, the Drew song. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, that's actually... That might have even been an outro at some point. I don't remember. It's not like an offensive one. It's just fuck you, no. Drew. <laughs> <laughs> We've got way more offensive songs than that. Oh, yeah, but, uh, those aren't outros. I mean, shit. Like, if we didn't like each other, we wouldn't do the podcast with each other. So that's enough said. <laughs> as far as stuff that bad about the other people, I mean, Kaylin's a fucking girl. Uh, oh, you. Tony dresses like a puff. Paid uh, and salty as all hell. Uh-huh. Wego adds er at the end of everything. And I used to say cunt a lot. I'm a lot better about it now. I haven't heard of your mom joke in a while either. <laughs> <laughs> that cycles in and out. Give it a even month. even earlier tonight when I said let's knock this out, I didn't get the I'll knock you out. <laughs> <laughs> or even worse, I'll knock your mom out. <laughs> <laughs> we rag on Drew all the time, but you know we don't need to say anything more bad about Drew. Uh, we always say nice things about each other too, though. At the end of the year, oh yes, it's it's much love. Yeah. It's like, I mean, I mean, if you just listen to enough episodes, you hear of all the problems we've got with each other. It's like we always bag on Drew for being fucking loud, obnoxious, and telling shitty jokes. Payton's always confrontational and pissy. 
Um, that's, a, <laughs> that's one of, of my <laughs> favorite, uh, like, sort of inside jokes, sort of not, but just how generic it is of just, quote, confrontational Payton. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's such a, like, dumb nickname. <laughs> Tony like Tony like has this terrible fashion sense and he micromanages fucking everything. Yeah. Um <laughs> just an offensive asshole. <laughs> Actually Caitlin's probably the least offensive. Yeah, probably. Hooray. <laughs> <laughs> Something nice I would say about Caitlin, I think that he and I are on the same page more than a lot of other people in a lot of ways. It seems seems to be like if anybody's going to agree with me on a topic, it's usually Caitlin. I like I like yes, Caitlin, that it is true. Me of me. <laughs> <laughs> that is something nice to say. There you go. You remind me a lot like myself, even though you're older than me. <laughs> yeah, there with, you go. There's Tony, something bad. Your age. Because I, I was going through and I was trying to think like the first thing that came to mind when and with Tony with you, it was not even your pink shirts or anything like that. Because I hardly ever like actually see you, but talk to you more often and communicate with you online. So it would have to be the bad puns. That's yeah, the number one. That makes sense. And yeah, so bad puns like bad. The, the Simpsons references that either, either one of us can make it and the other one knows what we're talking about. The thing that I don't like about you, Tony, is that it's been months now and I still have not received my paychecks for being on the Tony panel. So <laughs> any any day that those roll in would be great. I'll, I'll get them once I get those cars that need to be sent my way. <laughs> oh, don't worry. He'll send it out as soon as Doug Puke starts sending out T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> There's something bad about a former co-host. <laughs> uh, a, he ain't a fucking co-host. He's a fucking dog shit. <laughs> we should do like a random word association on some podcast one day, though, and do actually. I think I had a a topic, uh, or not a topic, a what do you call it? Segment name for that. I think that was going to be called the blind tag, where I would just say random words, and it would be like, all right, you need to give me like the you know the psychological thing where it's like I say. You know, spring water, and you're like ocean, or you know that kind of stuff. Or that's tuberculosis. A dangerous game to play with us. Oh, uh, we'll have to do it on something edit. that's not live. Yeah, I was gonna say we can't uh, do it live. We'd have to edit that. Um, as far as did we say anything nice about each of our other than Kaylin? About to say, Kaylin, it's probably the overwhelming Simpsons knowledge and references. <laughs> Tony is fucking reliable. Like, there's, there's a bunch of people. I'll be go. Can you do help me do this project? They'll say yes, and then not do it. And I think it's because Tony has this happen to him so often he's fucking ultra-reliable about it. Payton, if I need to fucking know something, he's pretty good about finding information and teaching it me in a way I can get it. Drew's, um... Yeah. Drew's got uh, chutzpah. Yeah, he's, uh, <laughs> he's got, um... Energy. I was gonna say, I like Drew's energy. That was gonna be my answer for yeah. Drew. Drew's a good, reliable person for like. This sounds like it's a a padded insult kind of a thing, but Drew <laughs> oh, Drew's oh, a good like punching bag type of guy, like where I admire that he can take so many punches and just roll with it. <laughs> you know what he didn't used to, but there was, I think there was a switch that went off where he's just like, "Oh, the more I'm bothered, the more <laughs> they do it." That and probably the switch went off where he's like, "Oh, they're assholes." <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't oh, matter what I, I say they're still going to be assholes oh I have bad choices and friends <laughs> I'd have to echo the same thing with Peyton that you mentioned too like if uh, if I was running into a situation where I wouldn't know how to maybe like well like I 
was running into a problem with FileZilla the other day, and I thought mm-hmm. about shooting Peyton a message and being like, yo, do you ever have this issue with that? Because even if he hasn't come across it yet, he's good at, like, hunting down the answer and learning something on his own and then being able to pass it on. Yeah. Definitely agree with that. I think I already said something positive about Kalen, so I got to say something positive about Wego now. Oh. I like Wego's sense of humor. It, it makes me feel like a better person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, if, if I'm ever feeling bad about how offensive I can get, then I just look at Wago and I'm like, well, <laughs> shit, at least I'm not Wago. Believe it or not, I actually have somewhat of a filter when I'm on air. <laughs> well, actually, you fucking know. Yes, I know. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I heard you off the air. It's true. Oh, you know what? That's another positive thing. You keep the uh, the offensive jokes where I don't have to edit them out. Yeah, I've only said let one slip tonight that I didn't mean to. <laughs> <laughs> I and think that rounds us out of that one, right? the air in a separate chat. <laughs> I want to know what everybody else has to say about this, too. So drop your comments below. The same thing with we've been mentioning all the other ones, too. Uh, leave a timestamp so we know what the reference is, too. But if you have something positive and negative to say about the different co-hosts and stuff, uh, you know, let us know. What's your impressions? Uh, let's see another question here. Did you see the commentator ride along? I think we actually talked about that. The whole, we felt yeah. bad for Byron Saxton and stuff. Tammy the Tummy. Ugh, hate that, though. Uh, do you think we will see a current commentator ride along? Eh, maybe, but they don't really seem to be doing many episodes, so maybe not. How would a ride along go with the panelist on the Smack Talk panel? Uh, probably the same as the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Although, got- depending on whether we were recorded or not, it would either be more offensive or uh, I, we would, you know, be crammed think- more into a car with each other, so more adversarial, I guess. I think it depends on who's driving, too. Like, if you drive with me, it's going to be a fucking scary ride. <laughs> probably the same with Drew. I think Tony would probably be the most... Actually, oh, I've driven with Kalen, so if Kalen drives, I'd be okay. Yeah, as long no, as I you... can either drive or ride shotgun, I'm fine, because if I'm in the back seat, I get motion sickness, and I'll barf all over you. Actually, you don't want to drive with me, because I am... I get motion sickness am... as well, too. <laughs> so I am a terrible... I'll be fine in the back, because I am horrible with directions. And Drew like... will have to be in the back in the middle with his feet on the hump. Uh, Drew's in the trunk. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what, though? I bet Peyton's the one that fucking just farts in an enclosed space. <laughs> I've driven with Peyton before, and I don't know if he's farted or not, but I don't know, maybe. <laughs> but he sure did pass a lot of skunks on that drive. <laughs> <laughs> like, I could, I could just imagine it being quiet for a moment, and then a big grin coming across his face. <laughs> Or does that thing where uh, for some some people do this? And I don't know why. It's like I'm gonna fart, so let me turn off the radio. <laughs> <laughs> but they stare at you the whole time while they do it. <laughs> yeah. uh, the only thing that I remember from like uh, driving around with Peyton with the conventions and stuff like that was we were driving with the Too Many Games convention, and uh, it was uh, the two of us and Dace, and we were all talking about listening to Forgot About Dre that song and we were all talking about how like really just mean the song is and there's like the you're gonna feel the fucking wrath of aftermath and all that other kind of stuff and we're just like wow we should not be three guys singing this song in the middle of (laughs) you know the only time like i've been with kaylin where i've communicated like in person where i've communicated with the rest of them was was the first time that me and kaylin ended up meeting and i'm just texting tony and everyone going Oh, he's not a freak in real life. That's good. <laughs> oh, is that what you're doing? Yeah. 
It's like, no, he's actually like semi-normal. He's not like the rest of the crazed fans. Wait a minute, what's he doing with that knife? <laughs> and he bought, and you know what? He bought me a bacon donut, bacon maple, bacon one of them. Bacon maple, one of those. Yeah, one of those. It was a really good donut. So he's well, normal. Can't be all bad, right? No, he's normal, and he buys me donuts. So it's not bad. <laughs> so at least if it was donuts in the car, then we'd be good. Uh, I think we have only have like two questions left, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, wait, only one of them. One. Okay. Do you think the following will win the Triple Crown or Grand Slam title? Let's go one by one here. Big E needs the world title and the U.S. title. I don't think that's happening. Do you guys? No. Hell no, and he doesn't deserve it, and he looks too goofy to ever be taken serious. He could win the U.S., but that's still not going to get him that Triple Crown. And by default, can't win the uh, Grand Slam if he doesn't get win that world title either. So Cesaro needs the IC and the world for the Grand Slam. He could win uh, both of those. I think he's going to be around long enough where he will do that. I would say on my list of people who I said no, he's the closest to being a yes, but I'm still going to say no. <laughs> I definitely see him winning a world title, then getting devalued and winning the IC title. That That's the same method I was thinking. He goes to SmackDown, wins the world title, goes over to Raw the next year like that, and then he's IC champion or something. So. Isn't he's... it sad that, that we both went, yeah, they'll probably push and devalue him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Owens needs the tag in the U.S. Yes, mm. I could I'm see him winning. Yes. I could see him winning the tag belts with Sami Zayn when they reunite as babyfaces at some point. That could happen. Yeah, I don't think he'll win the U.S. though. Um, I think he's maybe. past that point now. Maybe I wouldn't be surprised if he gets devalued too. People said that Cena was past it, but well, that's he true. went and had had a hell of a run. So. Kofi Kingston needs the world title. As much as I would totally be okay with Kofi winning it at some point, he's not going to win it. Uh, his chance where came and went when he uh, had that feud with Orton. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 2007 was his best year, like he said. <laughs> like, he literally, that was make or break for him, and Orton made sure it was break. Uh, Roman Reigns needs the IC title. I don't think that'll happen, actually, even though that could, because he is U.S. champion right now. Mm. I, I think, think he's very probable. I think he's going to be around for a good 10 years where he could just have a mid-card title because, yeah, let's put a belt on Roman. Mm-hmm. Isn't it dumb, though, that like that doesn't count the same as the, the US and the IC, that they still aren't on par with each other? It should. Um, I don't put any stock or value into this whole Grand Slam and Triple Crown bullshit. Like, I can't even tell you what they mean anymore. I did when I was like 13. I think it's just a dumb title. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Seth Rollins needs the IC title as well. Maybe, but... Yeah, that'll probably happen. I think I, so. I kind of think he's a little bit too past it, too. So, it all depends on if they devalue him. Dean Ambrose needs the tag title. Honestly, I don't think that that's necessarily going to happen. I don't um, see him being a team player. With that said, do you see him getting thrown together in a mismatch tag team with a heel, or just getting thrown together when one of the brands don't have enough teams because they decided, hey, you know what helps tag wrestling? Splitting all the tag teams up! Durr! Ooh, they could give him that, like, he's with, uh, like, the Cesaro Sheamus thing. They could do that. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Maybe he will. I'm on board with Ambrose getting it. He would be exactly the type of person they would want to have be half of a tag team championship that can't get along. That or just he'd get one of those fucking weird ones where he's in a feud with someone, so they both win the titles. Or he'll end up just getting thrown together with somebody. Or maybe they're pushing Roman Reigns during a Shield reunion, so they have him and Seth win the titles. Or like Team Hell No kind of thing. Mm -hmm. There's like a whole bunch of different things for um, Ambrose uh, 
like to get that title. I think it's probable. Jack Swagger needs the IC and the tag, and those are actually two possible options, but it all depends a, on how they push him. I think he gets a pink slip before then. Yeah, I don't think he's going to stick around long enough to get both. And finally, Zack Ryder needs a world title. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. No. No, I like Zack Ryder, but he's not winning that world title. I, I like him too, but I he's not getting that world title. I, he needs to go to fucking NXT. <laughs> All right, guys, those are the mailbag questions you submitted for October. Thanks again to the three folks that sent them in. Make sure if you have any questions in mind, whether it's wrestling related or not, for the next one, which I don't know exactly when we're going to be doing it, probably the week after a pay-per-view or something like that. I don't know. Uh, We have the whole NXT TakeOver stuff and the Survivor Series thing's going to happen in like the same week, so I need to figure out a good way to balance it out, but... If you have any questions in mind, send them in whenever you think of them. I'll always backlog them and get around to it when we get around to it. But last thing for us to take care of here is just to throw out some plugs out there. So, Kalen, anything you want to mention? Sure. You can follow me on Twitter at Kalen Ferris. And if you're going to be in the Ohio, Michigan, or Indiana area, you want to come to Toledo on Friday, November 4th, and check out Northwest Ohio Wrestling's Uprising event. Tickets are only 10 bucks, and it's going to be a good old time. Check it out. Way go. All right, you can check me out at Stephen Wago on the Twitter machine, but also check out at UDMMA. UDMMA is back with me and Dan Ryder calling pretty much anything we want about MMA, predictions, uh, how we scored particular fights. Sometimes we're just bullshitting about random stuff. Check it out uh, at UDMMA. And for everything on Smart Out Moment, everybody, just follow Smart Out Moment on Facebook, Twitter. Obviously, subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't already, and check out the website, Fanboys Anonymous. Same thing for all that kind of stuff. And uh, I think that's going to be it. So thank you all for watching. This has been another Smart Out Moment, and we're being counted out. Bye.